Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, here with my co-host, Laurel Boyven. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome to season two of Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. Laurel, I'm so glad to have you back with me and begin a new season together. Can you believe a second season? And here we are, ready to go. Ready to go. A year later, and we spent a whole year easily talking about Awakening to the Beautiful Work. And I'm really excited to to really speak into this new season of living in the beautiful work, because I feel like that's where we are. Don't you feel like we're living the beautiful work and we have been for a while. And so to, um, you know, welcome our friends back and to welcome new listeners and to really dig into the life of living in the beautiful work. I'm very, very excited to talk and share this season. I am too. And, you know, One of the things that I keep thinking about often when we think about learning something, getting stuck in the learning and not the living of what we've learned. So I love this place that we're at where we can continue to learn, but we really are living into what the work that we are doing to make our lives beautiful. I know. And I know, you know, for me, when I've thought about um, this season and thought about my journey and the experience of living in the beautiful work now for many years, it's, it's a reminder that we we're always learning and growing, but we, we come through times where we're really integrating our work and it doesn't feel like we're growing or learning anything new, or we kind of feel maxed out, or we might be releasing so much or going through some grief, which we're going to be talking about into the season. And it may really feel like sometimes we're taking two steps forward to take one, you know, one step back and one, whatever that saying is, right? Two steps back, one step forward. And, and that's okay. You know, like we understand that there's a rhythm to the experience that is just perfect for wherever we're at. Yeah. So true. Could be a sidestep. Who knows? As long as there's a little bit of movement. Yeah. Yeah. Or a feeling of, um, I don't know, I guess what I feel like when I've been in integration periods where there hasn't been a lot of movement, I felt like I have been, I don't know, deepening or relaxing into myself or coming to like a new understanding of myself and, and feeling, I think, more empowered, really, ultimately, during that time, even though I may not be zooming along with something new, I still feel like I'm strengthening myself, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing the work, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and when, I, when I think about movement, whether it's side forward or backward, it really isn't progress. That's not what I mean. It's just that when we're fully alive, right, we're 
we're ever changing and ever we're ever being without us forcing it. It's just that there is movement associated with our life because we're a living being. Yeah, yeah. And the work shows up, I think, for us when we're really living into the work and we've already awakened and we know, hey, we're here on this journey and we're going to be doing the beautiful work and we're going to really keep making our life, you know, more of what we want and expanding ourselves and living into our full potential. It's like, um, it's like uh, uh, we don't have to, we don't have to force anything anymore. We don't have to worry about how the work's going to be showing up or we don't have to go uh, you know, wondering what's next. It, it just comes. It just, you know, like the people show up, <laughs> issues arise naturally. Right. And we go, Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Opportunity, <laughs> opportunity for growth. <laughs> now for a moment, just a moment, I thought maybe you were speaking directly to me in my, in my overthinking, like, this is what I was hearing. We don't need to overthink think the work yeah. because yeah. we are living the work yeah we can yeah. just we can just know that the work that we have done the work that we'll continue to do it shows up in just who we are no need yeah. to overthink it no <laughs> and no need to force it no need to force it and no need to worry about it anymore like worrying right worrying can just be taken right off the table it's like Oh, if there's work to be done, believe me, it will arise. It will show up. And I, I, I think the saying that kind of speaks into what we're talking about today is a, is a saying that I used a lot with one client. And she actually sent me a stone that had it etched into it. And um, we said it all the time, which was trust the process. That after you live in the beautiful work for long enough, you just relax and surrender to the experience. And you trust that whatever is meant to come up and whatever work is needs to happen next will, will uh, arise and show itself to you. Right. Reveal itself. So mm. Mm. That is beautiful. Beautiful. Reminds me of one of my favorite sayings. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yes. Yes. And don't, um, don't we know now when you're living in the beautiful work that sometimes our teachers are the people that we have the hardest time with. Tell me more about that. <laughs> I feel like, you know, when I have been um, struggling the most in relationships and I've been willing to um, look at myself really closely in, in the proverbial mirror, my proverbial mirror is my meditation cushion <laughs> where I'm sitting and I'm reflecting and saying, hmm, what's my part in this? Or how do I maybe show up like that sometimes? And I just don't want to look at it, right? That th those relationships are often the places where it's my shadow work, which we're also going to be speaking into the season as well, right? Yes. Um, yeah, the parts of ourselves that we don't really want to look at, or we try not to even have, and then they show up in somebody else and we don't like them. We we judge them, we criticize it, and yet we have it too. And we just don't really like to look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. But there are greatest teachers. I think, I know for me, it's been some of my biggest opportunity to uh, learn how to release judgment, to, um, to own the parts of myself that 
aren't my favorite parts, but they're there and I'm okay now, you know, that they're there. Um, I've learned how to hopefully work with them more consciously so that um, I soften, maybe soften them a little bit or don't judge myself for it quite so much, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I had a great experience with um, that teaching years ago with an energy practitioner. I had gone to a one-day workshop and it was part of the workshop was about forgiving those people who maybe you felt had infringed or harmed you in some way and um, and working through what they did and how it made you feel. And the third step was the hardest. And when you had done that previously in your life to someone else, yeah. and that was the piece, you know, we talk about the, the shadow side, right? It was, oh, holding someone to some unforgivable standard that I have been known to do before. So it was so interesting and the self forgiveness, the self-compassion, the forgiveness of others. It's all in those little messages that come through the shadow side. I Can't know. wait to talk to you about that juicy topic. I know, I know. And I love the idea that you brought up early on too. And this is another topic that I'm sure we'll speak into. If it's not on our list, make, make sure it gets on our list is the, the really living into self-compassion um, piece. Because when we are doing the beautiful work, and when we're willing to surrender into all the big work that possibly could be there for us, we keep requiring higher and higher levels of self-compassion because it truly is, if we're going to look at our shadow self, if we're going to do the self-forgiveness on, 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 the, on the levels that we really can do to, to really clear and free ourselves to, 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 I think, become as powerful as we can be and, and use our voices greatly as we can, then we need a lot of self-compassion and we can grow that. We can do that work. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. surrendering and being willing to do the work. I know, you know, kind of tied to my overthinking is my plan on the work that I need to do that I set out to do. And then all of a sudden something will come up and I'll realize, Oh Yeah my greatest lesson at this time is not the lesson plan I had put in place. Obviously the universe has a different lesson plan for me and perhaps I should lean into that. So that's part of the self-compassion too, that I try to practice is, you know, what, what am I driving? What am I surrendering to? Like what, where's my ability to just be open and do the work as the work comes up to do. Yeah, yeah. And the big work, you know, when we're living spiritually, to me, the big work when we're living spiritually is to um, align our will with the will of the divine, you know, very much third chakra all the way up. Um, But we got to be grounded to do that. So it's all the chakras, right? But that surrender and alignment is, um, is so integrated with our ability to touch into our intuition, to live in heart space, to hear, to receive messages, then to trust, 
to take steps forward, to be willing to fall, you know, all the things, all the things. And so, um, yeah, yeah, big, 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 beautiful work. Mm. And I love that you brought up, you know, when we're living spiritually, because I'm going to admit that so many times life has its way of, you know, be, life happens in a certain way that I'm not necessarily focused on, am I living my best spiritual life, right? I, some days I'm just surviving. Am I living into my life? Um, and, and often my drivers are ease and flow. And, but as you were speaking about the spiritual piece of receiving and surrendering, and it really, it's the same thing that I'm seeking in having a life of ease and flow, even though I hadn't given it the, the name of, you know, living spiritually, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And so I love that to think about our life being, whether it's our spiritual life, our emotional life, our physical life, right? Our life in relationship to others, it's, it's one, it's what benefits one benefits the entire thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so sometimes, you know, to, to break it down into those sections helps us to maybe be able to see what it is that we're supposed to be waking up to or what is the next piece of the work, right? So when we have, you know, I, that's one of the reasons that I always go back in, in my life to Louise Hay's book that you, know, you can heal your life. And that chart in the back that gives the physical ailment, the emotional component, the mental affirmation, right? It has those pieces of the puzzle so that if you're feeling out of sorts, you know, physically, or you're feeling out of sorts emotionally, or you're feeling like mentally, anxiety-wise, whatever it is, right? Like these are the ways that we can begin to identify that there's some beautiful work to be done and it's opportunity, right? For growth and for expansion and for... I don't know, whatever the next level or next experience might be for us. Yeah. I love that you brought up that book again. I know we've talked about it at, in an episode or two last, last season, but let's make sure to put that in the show notes. I think that's oh, yeah. a really good reference book for our listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, Ooh, it's so beautiful. I, I want to um, let's let's just mention that book just in case any of our listeners do go ahead and get that book and they're looking at that chart because the chart is so profound and potent and it's in what Louise did and how she how she simplified kind of the, the a bigger picture uh, mind body integration experience right. So she has a physical ailment that you might be experiencing. And then a corresponding emotional um, underlying condition that probably has been there for a while. And, and then on the mental component is actually an affirmation that you would say. And once you were in alignment with that affirmation, you would be correcting the imbalance in the emotional state and the physical state. So that's the healing, the mind-body healing component. And how profound that relationship with those three can be. And then her ability to have, you know, crafted that, that chart. And everybody that I use it with, 
for myself, I don't know anyone that has ever been with me and we haven't used that chart and it hasn't felt like bingo, <laughs> bingo, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very cool. So don't you love when those light bulb moments happen just from yeah, yeah, something unexpected reference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things I've always loved about um, group work too, is somebody can say one line of their truthful experience and it can cut away to a truth that's in us that we felt is so real, but maybe couldn't have gotten to on our own. And, uh, oh man, that's so powerful to be in that space and hear that, isn't it? It really is. And sometimes yeah. it's so easy, you know, to, to see and hear and learn when it's not you that yeah. you're trying to figure it out, right? Yeah. That you just yeah. witness someone else's experience and all of a sudden yeah. the light bulb moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, happens, happens. So, uh, and certainly we hope that um, on the podcast, some of what we're sharing are little little moments of awakening or awareness for our for our listeners to help them, you know, uncover their own work and and uh, begin to make steps forward in their own beautiful journey. Yeah, yeah. One of my wishes for for this season for us is to uh, maybe invoke curiosity in our listeners. Mm -hmm. Right? What what can we dive deeper into? What can we learn yeah. just because we're curious? Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, um, I want to invite our listeners this season to, to open their curiosity around maybe the bigger picture of what they're here to do that they haven't acknowledged yet. Because I think that, you know, I think for me, the past year, when I reflected on the past year, and I'm just about to, to self-publish my first book of poetry, my, my, if I go back, you know, to two years ago, and not really that many years ago, I would never have thought that I would have published a book of poetry, right? And it's my favorite book to date. And so I think that this is the journey of the beautiful work is when we start on this path and we're doing our work, like we don't even know yet what all the gifts are that we could possibly have to offer the world where, where our voice might be put to use that hasn't yet, or what we might suddenly have a desire to be a part of or to do that comes from the clearing. Really, I think it's the clearing of the beautiful work, you know, as we clear the clutter from inside, the conditioning, the self-limiting behaviors, thinking, you know, beliefs, uh, possibilities open up that we never, we never would have guessed could even happen. So we invite our listeners to be really curious this season with us and, and wonder like what, what's out there for you? What's out there for you that you haven't uncovered yet? We, we are dying to know. <laughs> I oh, so much to love about that. I'm going to say that, you know, when we, the word that was coming to mind as you were saying was ego, what, like imagine yeah. who we could be if it, if we're just open to what's coming 
rather than what we are driving, right? Yeah, yeah. And what's been, a lot of times we get so stuck in the past and what's already happened or what we think has limited us because we've already had that experience or uh, our life has been limited in a certain way when the possibilities are truly limitless if we, if we let ourselves believe that. Right, oh boy. We're in for a great season. We are in for a great season. So I hope we've whet everybody's appetite to stay with us and come back and send in questions, send in topics. We've got a a whole bunch of topics that we're ready to explore with you, but we'd love to have more and we'd love to know what you want to hear about. Any other messages to our listeners, Laura, before we tap off for today and come back and start digging in? Well, I want to invite them to join us in our Facebook group. Mm. You know, our Facebook group has just grown into a great place of conversation and exchanging ideas and happenings and lessons. And so that's a great place to share with us. Absolutely. And and to share how the work that each one of you is doing shows up in your life and and how it's changed your life. Can't wait to meet you in that group. I can't wait to. And I would say too, um, for our listeners to, uh, you know, be on the lookout as we go through the season, we'll refer back to past season shows that may help fill out, um, the show of the show of the day, so to speak. So I know we've touched on grief before we've touched on, um, so many different topics, codependency and boundaries and tapping and, um, oh gosh, we've just talked about so much. And so if, if there's a show that we've already kind of explored some of the material, we'll refer back to it. So um, look in the show notes for, for a more extensive talk on the topic, wherever the topic is. And again, send in your ideas. We'd love to hear from you. We're here to share with you and be with you and, and grow with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Laurel, off we go for today, Um, but I'll see you real soon for our next episode of season two of Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As always, it's great to be here with you, Laurel. Great to be back. Bye for now. Thanks for being with us here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics you'd like us to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.